So here's the scenario of this week, and it is referring to a, um, a business person, an entrepreneur who's short on cash, who approaches a friend who has the cash and says, I, I want to start a business. Can you invest in me? I, I, need, I need some capital. And so being that both of them are observant Jews, they observe the law that says that you cannot charge interest on a loan uh, between Jews. And uh, so you either can give a free loan or our sage has said in order to uh, incentivize people to loan money, uh, even if they're not going to um, be allowed to charge interest, what they can do is what's called the heter iska, which is where they set up the relationship as a partnership rather than a loan. There is an investor who's investing money in this business and the entrepreneur who is going to be utilizing that money guarantees a, a certain return on the investment. So there's a guaranteed return on an investment to the investor. So that way it is not structured as a loan where I'm lending money and getting interest back. It's structured as a partnership where I'm investing money and getting a return back. So that's how they set up this particular uh, enterprise. Unfortunately, the business didn't go so well. Like uh, many ventures, they, they, they don't always work out. And this one, after some time of attempting and ups and downs, this business went bust. So the investor is looking to see, uh, was everything done correctly? And what, did the entrepreneur act, uh, act in a moral way, in the right way? He's looking through the books and looking through everything to see. And he sees something a little bit strange, that uh, in, in the money that, that he invested, large sums of it were given to tzedakah, to charity. So the investor asked the entrepreneur, what's going on here? I, I invested money here and you've been giving it away to charities. Well, what's, what's the story here? So the entrepreneur says, this was one of my business tactics. You know, our tradition teaches us that when you give tzedakah, when you give charity, it increases your business success. It brings blessing to your business. So I, on regular basis, would give amounts to charity, amounts from, from the business that you, that, that you invested in. I would give money to charity, to tzedakah, in order to increase the business success. And the, the, the entrepreneur, sorry, the investor says, what are you talking about? <laughs> I gave you money to, for business, not, not, not to do your mitzvahs. So the guy says, but it was business. It helped the business. Every time I gave tzedakah, there was an increase in the business. The fact that the business eventually went bust was not because of that. It was because of other reasons. If I would have given more tzedakah, maybe it would not have gone bust. But when I did give, it increased the business. So I, that, was, that was one of my techniques of doing business, and it actually enhanced profits. The... Um, the investor doesn't buy it. It says, I'm, I'm sorry, I invested money in your business with a, with, and it was supposed to be a guaranteed return. You've gone bust, but some of that money you've just given away for charity. You didn't use it for the purpose that, that I invested in. You didn't use it for your business. And that money, I, I, you have to go to those charities and get back, get it back. They, they received money on false pretenses. That you have to go and get the money back. Who's right here? The entrepreneur is saying that I gave tzedakah to help my business because when you give charity, your business is blessed. 
the investor is saying, but that was my money that I invested in you to do business, not, not to give charity. Who's right? Maybe he maybe had to actually ask the investor if he was okay with that money being, or part of that money being used for tzedakah. Well, d does he have to go to the investor and ask every time he makes a business decision? D d does, does he have to say, oh, I, I want to invest this, I want to do this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy this uh, software. He's, he's doing his business in his way. So he's saying, I, 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 I was invested in, you gave me an investment, I'm utilizing it in a way to increase profits. One way is giving charity. Of course, if you asked him for permission, then, then there'd be no question here. But did he have to ask permission? Why? He, his, his job is to make the business flourish. One way is through spiritual means, giving tzedakah. That's, that's his argument. What's the, what's the counter argument? Is there, a chance his, is there a chance his relative owned the charity? <laughs> that would be dodgy. If he's give, if he's if he's siphoning off money to uh, to a relative, the, that could be problematic. That could certainly be problematic. So we we wouldn't allow that. But we're saying it was it was a valid charity. So the, the investor didn't know. You're saying if he would have known, he might not have given. Okay, possibly. But again, there are many things that could go wrong in a business. Or, or could be done not the way you like. The question is, what scope does the entrepreneur have in this relationship to do what he believes is good for the business? Uh, or or is, is there any limitation? So interestingly, the Talmud speaks about this heter-iska relationship where you have, rather than a, a borrower and a lender, uh, you have a, an investor uh, that goes in, as a partner with the um, entrepreneur. So the Talmud discusses this relationship and says, well, what are the ramifications? What are the parameters of that relationship? How free is the entrepreneur to use that money for whatever he wants? And the Talmud, it's in Bava Metzia, says that uh, the way that this investment is structured is that half of it is considered a loan. That's for a free loan. No, no, no uh, return on it. No, no interest. And half of the money is considered a deposit that I'm depositing with you in your, in your business. And the Talmud says, well, hang on a minute. In the nature of a loan, if one person loans another person money, what can that other person do with the money? Anything they want. If you lend me money, if I borrow money from you, then I do whatever I want with that money. So if part of this money is indeed a loan, Cannot the borrower, a free loan, this, this is half of it is a free loan, can't he do whatever he wants with that money? The Talmud says, for example, can he go and get drunk? Can he go and spend it on alcohol and, and, and drink whatever he wants? And the Talmud says, no, no. That the, the entire deal, even though a part of it is structured as a loan and part of it is structured as a deposit, However, the entire deal is called a heter iska, which means a business partnership. The, that's the umbrella name of this, this interaction. It's a business partnership. And so therefore, the investor can turn to the entrepreneur in, 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 in and say, I didn't give you money to go and buy alcohol. I'm not investing in you to go and drink. I'm investing in you to do business. From here, we see just point number one, that in, in this uh, structure of partnership, it's like a partnership, 
and therefore there are limitations on what the recipient of that money can do with it. He can't do whatever he wants with it. That's for sure. The question is, here he didn't do whatever he wants. He didn't go and drink. He didn't go, go and party. He gave tzedakah because tzedakah increases business. It, it brings blessing to the business, which he says it actually did. The fact that things went bust was for other reasons. So he's, he's not unlimited in what he can do, but is what he did uh, wrong. A very similar case was brought to Rabbi Shalom Mordechai Shvadron. Uh, he was a, a halachic authority uh, pro- probably 100 or so years ago. And the case was slightly different, but it was similar. There were two partners, partners in a business, and the business was going bad. And so one of the partners went to many great rabbis of the time, gave them charity, and asked these rabbis, please pray for my business. And he gave out a lot of tzedakah, a lot of charity to these rabbis to pray for the business. What he then did is he charged that to the business account. So that, that tzedakah should come out of the business account, which means his partner is also paying for it. Uh, and it was not with his partner's permission. So Rabbi Shalom Shvadron answered this, this question by saying that there's a certain assumption of what business is. There's a certain understanding when you go into a partnership or when you go into an investment, there's a certain understanding of the way businesses operate. It's understandable that you take risks, that you make certain investments and certain decisions. Some of the decisions will work, some will not. But what's expected is that you behave in the normal manner of business. Giving tzedakah is not the normal manner of business. And therefore, even though you have every right to do that and should do that with your money, but if somebody else has invested money in you, you cannot assume that they approve of that action because that's not the normal way of business. It's not the, not the normal way of, of investing. And so even though it may work, it may, be, it may be successful, but you are going out of the parameters of what was expected. So even though it's not the same as going and buying alcohol and getting drunk, which does not help the business, in fact, it, it destroys the business, here, by giving tzedakah, it does help the business. However, it is the same as that in that you're not doing what the money was invested for. That's not what the expectation when the investor gave the money. And so therefore, Rabbi Shvadron, in that case of the partners, said that you cannot expect the partner who didn't know about this tzedakah donation to be paying for those donations. Um, he, he brings actually there an interesting case um, from Rabbi Mazaria of Fano, one of the earlier Italian authorities in Jewish law, and a, and a, and a mystic, mystic as well. So he said that there was a case where it says in Shulchan Aruch that if a father owes money to his son-in-law, right? So, so he's borrowed money from his son-in-law. And then the father paid some medical bills for his own daughter, the son-in-law's wife. So technically... The medical bills of a wife are paid by the husband, not by the father. However, the father here, his, his, his daughter got sick, he needed to help, so he paid the, the medical bills. The father can deduct what he paid for his daughter's medical bills from the debt that he owes his son-in-law. Right? But there was a case where, that was brought to, to Rav Menachem Mazarev Pano, where the father gave a huge amount of tzedakah for the healing of his daughter. He, he, he gave charity that his daughter should be healed. And, and it worked. His, his daughter was healed. And so he turned to his son-in-law and he says, I'm deducting that from the loan. 
that I owe you. There, he says, no, 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 you can't, you can't do that. that. That you cannot do. If you paid money for the healing, for, for, for doctor's bills, that you can deduct from a loan. But giving to charity you cannot deduct from the loan that you owe the son-in-law. It, it doesn't work that way. It seems from all of this that our attitude to giving tzedakah is not the same as any other business venture. It, it, it's true that giving tzedakah will increase business and bring blessing to the business. That's true. But it's not seen as an investment the same way as other investments because it's a spiritual act. It's not a, not a business act. It's not a business tactic. It's a spiritual act. And therefore, the requirements of it are much more exacting and careful. It has to be done with pure pureness of heart. It can be done to bring blessing. That's okay. But it has to be done as, as, a, as a, a kosher donation. If it is done with somebody else's money against their will or without their knowledge and not necessarily uh, with their agreement, so that taints the entire blessing in the first place. It, it doesn't work in, in, in such a way. It has to be done, done properly and in, and in holy means. And that means it has to be done from your money or from money that somebody knows this is, what is where it's going. So therefore, in this, in this case, the investor is correct um, in saying that you gave that money unfairly. You can't, you can't do that off, off, off my bat. And therefore, technically, the uh, an entrepreneur has to go to those charities and, and say, I gave you money that wasn't mine. And uh, hopefully he can get it back. Or hopefully, maybe the investor will say, well, I'll give the charity. I'll let the charity keep it because let me at least do the mitzvah. But that's my mitzvah and that'll increase my business success even if the entrepreneur, unfortunately, didn't make it this time. Any Bye -bye. I might need to thank my pitch to a few of the donors, but yeah, very good. <laughs> All right. Have a great day. All the best, guys.